Edom, southward to the wilderness of Zin at the extreme south. And what he does is to trace the borders of Judah. So you've got the southern border down to verse 4, then the east border starting in verse 5, then the north border starting in the middle of verse 5. East border was easy, you know, that was the uh, Dead Sea. The, the north border starting in verse 5, and then the west border starting in verse 12, which was also easy, that was the Mediterranean Sea. So really it's the south and north borders that get the most attention here. And, uh, you know, so he's just kind of delineating the area that Judah is going to gain as its inheritance. I don't see a particular reason to go through the details of that, unless you have one. Uh, comments or questions through verse 12. What's the... The Dead Sea, the east border? The Dead Sea is the east border, yeah. So you have the Dead Sea. Where's the Uh The West Border. So here's the Dead Sea. And then you got Galilee. You got the two seas like that. Mm-hmm. So then. Yeah. So draw them out. Sorry. You go down like this is the Mediterranean. Is it Philistine in there? Yeah, although one's supposed to be. They were supposed to wipe out the Philistines. They were supposed to conquer that territory. They actually did. Judah conquered some of the Philistine cities and then they let them up. Because I never think of Israel. I know. Yeah. So yeah, they did, but they should. Right, um, is the border. Um, that's the right. Yeah, that's correct. They expanded this under David and Solomon, correct? <coughs> they got to the <laughs> biggest area they had <laughs> under David and Solomon. Yes. Okay, so this is not yet the full extent of what they will have. Yes, that's correct. Okay. All right. Um, well, would somebody read 13 to 19? Now he gave to Caleb the son of Jephthah a portion among the sons of Judah according to the command of the Lord to Joshua, namely Kiriath Arba, Arba being the father of Anak, that is Hebron. Caleb drove out from there the three sons of Anak, Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai, the children of Anak. Then he went up from there against the inhabitants of Debir. Now the name of Debir formerly was Kiriath Sefer. And Caleb said, The one who attacks Kiriath's supper and captures it, I will give him Aksa, my daughter, as a wife. Othniel, the son of Kenaz, the brother of Caleb, captured it, so he gave him Aksa, his daughter, as a wife. It came about that when she came to him, she persuaded him to ask her father for a field. So she alighted from the donkey, and Caleb said to her, What do you want? Then she said, Give me a blessing, since you have given me the land of the Negev, give me also springs of water. So he gave her the upper springs and the lower springs. So... Caleb is taking his portion. He drives out the sons of Anak, Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai. Those names actually are found in Numbers 13 when the spies were going in there to look at the giants. They are actually the names of the giants in Numbers 13. I think it's about verse 22. So uh, they actually had a little bit of prior fame. And he goes up and, and conquers them. You've got this city of uh, Kiriath Sefer to be renamed Debir. And what does Caleb do as far as conquering this city is concerned? Auctions it off. He farms it out. Yes. What do you think about that? Sounded like a good idea to me. Yeah. Challenge others to share in this. You don't have to do everything yourself. You may be an old man and he's driven out the giants, but 
others should participate as well. I think this speaks well of him. He offers his daughter <coughs> to whoever wants to conquer Kiri the Sefer, and lo and behold, who does? <coughs> Othniel, who is his nephew, nephew meaning Oxen married her cousin. I think that's how that works, if I got my family tree stuff right. And uh, she, they get a field, but she comes to Caleb and says, could you give me some water for the field? You know, it wouldn't do a lot of good just to get uh, a field that's arid and there's no water source in that area, in the very south of Judah. It's pretty arid. Uh, and so... You know, she drives a hard bargain. You know, she comes to her father and said, we need some water too. And so he gives her upper and lower springs. And so that's how that particular region of Judah was conquered. Comments and questions? <clears throat> Shishai, Ahiman, and Talmai were actual people? They were people. <clears throat> so they're old too. <laughs> Yeah, unless their name may have been given to their descendants also. Sometimes John's son is John. Uh, but yeah, you have in, uh, in Numbers 13.22, when they had gone up into the Negev, they came to Hebron, where Hyman, Shishai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, were. So I, I, it may be that these are names that are more family names, and this may have been their descendants. I think that's pretty good likelihood. Well, they often do that with the tribes of Israel. So they do. You went in and drove out, you know, or fought with so and so who'd been dead for. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> yeah. That, so it is common to repeat the names. And you have several things that happen with the kings. A lot of times they take throne names or, you know, they have family names, whatever. So. Other thoughts? Well, now we come to kind of delineate Judah's inheritance by city. You have the cities in the south from 20 to 32. 29 cities, though if you count them, there's more than that. Not exactly sure how to account for that. You've got the cities in the lowland from 33 to 44. You've got the uh, cities in the Philistine region from 45 to 47. You've got the cities in the mountain region from 48 to 60. Uh, so these are just a bunch of cities. There's a lot of these cities you'll never hear about again in the Old Testament record. A lot. You know, obviously some of them you do, but a lot you don't. So these are the cities that God gives Judah. And uh, notice in verse 63, now as for the Jebusites, the inhabitants of Jerusalem, the sons of Judah could not drive them out so the Jebusites live with the sons of Judah at Jerusalem until this day. Now we actually find out in Judges, they did conquer Jerusalem at first, let the Jebusites back in and couldn't seem to get rid of them. <coughs> so that's disappointing. Comments and questions? The first, the 20-32, those are cities in the south? Those are cities in the south. Why, why would you list all this? So that we have a full historical record of what Judah's inheritance consists of. <laughs> this is an important document, perhaps, for later territorial claims and things like that. But I don't think we have to be too concerned about all the details. Just knowing that God's got it all mapped out, the boundaries, 
the cities they got, the whole nine yards. And Judah, you know, you will see some of the tribes get a lot more attention in this than others. Judah especially. But doesn't Judah always get more attention? They are the leader tribe. They are the tribe with the blessing. Through them, the Messiah is going to come. So Judah's almost always first. Judah's almost always got more attention put on it. Uh, we can expect that. Anything else? All right, chapter 16. Uh, you've got uh, the lot for the sons of Joseph.